Blueland is the revolutionary cleaning system founded on the belief that a cleaner planet starts by eliminating plastic waste while creating powerful, effective cleaners for your entire home. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order when you go to blueland.com AMR. Rothy's has casual and dressy styles for both men and women, so you'll always find exactly what you need. Hit the new year in stride with a fresh pair of Rothy's. New customers get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com AMR. Welcome to AMR Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And this is Dimity McDowell on a sunny Colorado day after some snow, Sarah. Yeah, man. It sounds like it's been cold out there and it uh, has. We had a snow day. Well, and then and then the I, I mean the weather reports are talking about that snowstorm that's hit like 25 states all at once or something like that. It's like <laughs> it's the only thing that unites our country is weather, I swear to God. You know? <laughs> But I feel like I'm like just a bystander because none we're getting none of that. Oh, you can be, you can we can send the blizzard your way if you want. <laughs> oh my goodness, there's actually some flowers blooming here already. So. Oh wow, springtime. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, but you are hard at work inside. Inside, yes. Yeah. So out. here's a little, um, you know, just the details of life. Okay, so. Uh, Grant, my husband, leaves for a trip Tuesday morning, um, and uh, Ben, my sophomore in high school, doesn't drive yet, and so he needs to be picked up at um, 4.40 from his rehearsal from Into the Woods, and then needs to be brought back to school at 7 p.m., or like leave the house. He needs to be at, back at school at about 7 for boys volleyball um, open gym. Uh-huh. going to see if he, he may play volleyball this spring. Oh, wow. Another either, volleyball player in the house. I know. He's either going to swim or play boys volleyball. Those are, those. are He's going to play a sport. It's his choice. So uh-huh. I also anyway. like how you keep specifying boys volleyball, like as if I think he'd join Amelia's team or something. Well, I know, but they call it boys volleyball, I think. Oh, uh-huh. volleyball. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Uh-huh. But it's, it's, it's novel. I mean, it's the first time that the team has been formed here. Oh, in, um, yeah. Do you guys have those out there? Uh, you know, now that we say it out loud, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess it is typically a, a women's sport, except, I mean, in, you know, in the Olympics, it's... Um... Yeah, well, they call it men's and women's volleyball. But yeah, so anyway, <laughs> long story short, I, I need... So I've got this, like, it's a lot of driving because his school's about 15 minutes away. So it's like 30 minutes each way. Mm-hmm. Um, and in between, and this is what's really why why it's important, is that I am supposed to do my first Zwift team time trial. Okay, mm-hmm. so like... So again, uh, if you haven't been listening regularly, <laughs> Zwift is like a bike video game where you come in and I've got a team now. I've got this team that I'm on um, with a bunch of really nice um, people. Mostly, I know the Canadian women the best, but they're from all over North America. Mm. And uh, and so, but the team time trial, it's like it's like in the Tour de France, except for that it's a video game and it's in my basement and I, <laughs> you know, produce a hundredth of the power as I do in the Tour de France. But it's that idea, right? That you stay in a line the whole time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's it's um, tactical, right? And also interesting and fun. And I've never done one before. So I'm really stressed about it because I don't want to, you know, what you do in a team time trial is you take turns at the lead. Like everyone yes. takes a pole for a minute, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then you go to the back and then you come mm-hmm. back up, you know. Mm-hmm. But again, this is all like virtual. <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> No, there's not. I'm not very at the beginning. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm pretty spazzy, you know, on the on the bike when I'm not doing 
when I'm around other people, like when I try to ride with other people, I'm getting oh. better at it, like controlling my effort. But mm. it's, you know, it's an interface between my legs and the computer and the game and the other people, right? It's not just, it's not real time. I mean, it is real time, but it's, it's not real feel, I guess, is what I would call it, you know? But but I do want to say that no one gets injured if you screw up. No one gets, you know, thrown in front of the Oh, no, of a yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. No, 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 I just fall off and, and that's the end of it, so... So, so anyway, so the snow starts to fall at about 12 o'clock noon on Tuesday. And so I'm like, hmm. So, you know, and it's, and we're supposed to get a lot. Like, you know, it's not like it's like a dusting. It's supposed to go through like the winter. There's a winter weather warning through like Wednesday night. So mm-hmm. we know that snow is coming and coming. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I'm like, gosh, I just, you know. I'm nervous about, so the drive, basically I I would have a very, very tight window for the team trial if I had to get him, you know, pick him up and then bring him back. Mm -hmm. Um, So then the, uh, and then you add snow in there and then it's going to be even like, Mm -hmm. you know, people are slowing down and, you know, taking care of the roads as they should, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, not because I I got places to go, guys. I got a virtual (laughs) video game to do. (laughs) So... Um, so anyway, so then they cancel the boys volleyball practice. So good. Uh-huh. Okay. So I don't have to get him back. So now I just have to be back on my bike in enough time to, um, to warm up and get ready and like hear the instructions of uh-huh. how to do this correctly. Yeah. Yeah. I get back. I'm good. I mean, everything is good. I've, I've actually made dinner for Ben prior to that. I was very proud. He had wow. like, chicken curry waiting on the stove for him when he got home. I'm like, nice. could have been a fifties housewife for one day. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I get on my bike and I'm like, hmm, this is a little weird. Uh, Grant had just, I use an iPad as, um, that's how, that's how I play, you know, rides with. Mm-hmm. And, um, Grant had just gotten a new one. And of course, like all of our accounts are linked and blah, blah, oh. you know, it's just, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I'll just, I'll just deal with it after. And so I get to the starting line, warm up, I'm all ready to go. You know, I'm so proud of myself that I'm like here and I'm feeling confident and, you know, I understand how it's going to go. And I, Ben is fed and he's home and it's snowing and we don't have anywhere to go. And I stay on the starting line. I like we, 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 five, four, three, two, one, my whole little team in their red and white kits takes off and I'm still sitting on the starting line. Why? Oh God. Well, it's because of, um, our, uh, like our accounts, something, something technical. I mean, honestly, it's not even interesting other than the point is, is that I was ready for a really hard workout that I was going to be super engaged in and I didn't get to do it. It's not like you could like go, yeah, you, it's not like you can go catch them, you know, yeah. like once I get my account set up, you know, so then I get on like the Zwift, you know, the, the customer service, you know, te- you know, type and text, you know, little oh, yes, envelope, yes, live chat. you know, you live chat at the bottom of the screen. And that takes forever. And long story short is I got it figured out, but it was definitely, oh, just one of those like, you know, just a bummer of a night other than, um, so then like when I finally got it set up, I was like, all right, I'm done. Like, I am not going to go ride anymore. Like, this is enough. So anyway, so that's my kind of boring story, but. Oh, no. And um, were you, were you able to message your teammates and be like, hey guys, tech issue, sorry. Well, so, um, we have, a, a DS, like, which is a director sportif that comes mm-hmm. on over, um, over discord. Do you know what Discord is, Sarah? Uh-uh, uh-uh. So it's a, um, it's like a video game app. I mean, this whole thing is so. Oh my there's gosh. So many things. Yeah. So it's a, it was de- it was developed for video games so that gamers could talk to each other in oh, real yes. time. Oh. 
oh, as yes. they played. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, so there's a lot of Discord channels now. So basically, it's an app on your phone, and you go into the channel that you're supposed to. And so then we have this woman, Mary, who is our director sportive. So she was the one like telling us, like, okay, Richard's going to take a poll, and then Sarah would take a poll, and then I would uh-huh. take a poll. Uh-huh. Um, so I told them, I said, I'm, you know, I was like, Mary, I think I'm still on the starting line, and she's like, she's like, no, no, you're not, and I'm like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I am. (laughs) And uh, so, and she's like, oh, yeah, you are. And then she like immediately like switched over and concentrated on the people who were actually riding. So I just, I just left. And because I didn't, you know, I didn't have, it was, I said, you know, they were, they were deep in their race. They didn't care about me, which, you know. So I know, I know. So I get to try it again. So the good news is that I was psyched up enough to do it. And, Mm -hmm. um, and next time I'll be even more ready. And you figured all the ins and outs. I mean, I did. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. so I did. I know. You're well prepared. Yeah, <laughs> I am. Yeah. I am. So yeah. So that was uh, that was my Tuesday night, and then we had a Wednesday snow day. So um, <laughs> I got up and and had a good workout that morning instead. So oh, good. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> I know. So that's like the longest story about nothing. <laughs> the longest story about sitting on the starting line. <laughs> I think there needs to be a song written about it or something because yeah, it was, exactly. was kind of sad. <laughs> it was a little sad. I will say I was pretty. I was really mad. Um, oh, I bet. I was really, I was just really bummed because I was really, I needed like the, I, I had been, I'd been training or, you know, my training had kind of, I had an easy swim on Monday, you oh. know, and I, and so, that, so like I was ready to race, right? Yeah. And so then you're, you're like psych up for it all day long and then wah, wah. So. Well, I know that's the thing, particularly that it was at the end of the day. Like yeah. if it had been in the morning, you could like, you know, by 10 o'clock, you would have been like, what, what time trial? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. This is, yeah. The lead up was awfully great. Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, we're going to start things off with, um, Jen has a bit of a philosophical question for us. Hi, Sarah. This is Jen from York, Pennsylvania. And I was just listening to your most recent podcast. And I was just wondering, uh, what you guys would tell your 25 and 35 year old selves about running and workouts and all things fitness. I'm 36, so I can't wait to hear. Thanks. All right. So this is the type of what if parlor game that I just love. Um, So I'm thinking, (laughs) Dim, that we divvy it up by age taking turns. So Dim, how about about you start with what you'd tell your 25-year-old self, then I'll talk to my 25-year-old self, and we'll go from there. Well, God, I mean, this is a very, very good question, Jen. So thank you. Um, I mean, my 25-year-old self, like... I think I just didn't know how good I had it, right? Oh. I think that's pretty much the case for for most people in their 20s, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that you don't know how much energy, how strong, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just how, how typically few res- other responsibilities you have. Yeah. You know, I mean, sure, yes, there are people in medical school who have young children, you know, that type of stuff, but mm, that doesn't apply to us. So yeah, definitely doesn't apply to us. Yeah. This is definitely through our lens, I would say, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, knowing that, that everyone's going to have a different experience, but I mean, I would say, you know, don't doubt yourself, like go for it. You know, mm-hmm. if you have um, ambitions of doing a, something really hard or really long or whatever, like just go for it because your body is like pretty much the most resilient it's ever going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the only thing that I would say tip wise is, build in some kind of practice of like either Pilates or yoga, um, strength. I know you're going to talk about strength, Sarah. So, uh, you know, I know we talk about that a lot, so I won't do that, but just having like a little taste of something that benefits your body. That's not running, like take care of your body off the road 
it, it needs it, you know, it doesn't need it as much as it does when you're 45 or 55, but mm-hmm. more it's building that habit of being mm-hmm. like, I come home and I foam roll, or I mm-hmm. come home and I do 15 minutes of yoga, or I go mm-hmm. to Pilates twice a week. And it just becomes this habit that you just carry through your life without um, a second thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good point. And I love your use of the word resilient, because I think that's exactly what our bodies are at that age. Um I really wish that I had lifted heavier weights in my 20s and really focus on that because, as I mentioned, I think on um, the last Another Mother Runner podcast, I talk about how finally I'm lifting heavy weights and doing an upper body because I just, I'm old enough to, you know, have watched the Terminator and want to have those, you know, Linda Hamilton upper arms. And I don't think I ever could have gotten to look like that, Sarah, but I think think I could have had some nice, nice definition to my upper arms. And I just kind of always um, longed for it and coveted it in other people and just never put in the work to get it for myself. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think we get I mean, I think the other thing that happens um, is you get you can become a really a one trick pony, right? Because Mm. running is accessible, right? You're probably mm. not making a ton of money in your 20s if you're in a, you know, a career that kind of blossoms, um, mm-hmm. you know, you grow into more senior positions. And um, so it's it's really easy, especially if you, you know, if you don't have a gym, if you don't have um, access to something and you're just like, okay, I'll just go run. And that's the beauty of it. But it's mm-hmm. also the can be a downfall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would also say if, if you um, don't have kids in your 20s, just enjoy the flexibility and the freedom that you have. <laughs> You know, that, um, I mean, I lived in San Francisco and just would go on these hikes and, you know, open water swims and mountain bike rides and, you know, critical mass rides with my friends on Friday nights and all this stuff. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, that was so much fun. Um, And so I guess I wish I'd enjoyed it even more thoroughly than I, than I did at the time. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So So what about your 35 year old self? Fast forward 10 years, Sarah. I wish I had, um, so I didn't have, I should say that I didn't have my first kid until I was almost 36. So, um, so I'm going to talk to my 34 year old self, um, <laughs> my non-pregnant self. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and I wish I'd traveled to more away races in my thirties with friends when I was divorced and more flush with cash and time. Um, and I wish I'd, you know, kind of met up with friends from different parts of the country. Like I did, I was on a, um, competitive rowing team and I loved my teammates then. And so we'd get to go to, you know, San Diego or Boston to do races, but I wish I'd said to, you know, my good friends from high school, like, Hey, let's meet up, you know, I don't know on the Cape and do this race, or, you know, let's go to Florida or Arizona when the weather's crummy and, and, you know, meet up for a race, that sort of thing. Like, I, I definitely never got into the kind of girlfriends away race mode. Sure, sure. I don't know if it was really a thing, you know? Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is me. This, I'm talking to my 34-year-old self as if she lived maybe five or 10 years ago. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, not yeah, during the pandemic. Little... <laughs> we don't, not during the pandemic, but... <laughs> we are, we're, we're meshing a bunch of different, yeah, time yes. But I guess yes. we got together. I mean, I was, when we ran the Nike Women's Marathon, I mean, that was... I mean, I was in my, like, I was like 35, right? Probably oh, around there. Okay. What, yeah, wouldn't I have been? 2007. So if you were born in 72, 
Yes. Yeah, 35. Yeah, 35 yeah. on the nose. So talk <laughs> to that person. <laughs> yes. And we did. We met up in San Francisco. That was good of us. That was, uh, that was a girl's thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it was. It was with our friend, you know, and then we went back a couple more times. Um, yeah. I don't, but, but like when I was, um, I had a really big work project. I was editor of a gear guide um, for a long defunct magazine. And um, so I, I told myself, and I was divorced and I was pretty lonely in San Francisco. And so I told myself that after that, I would go on a back road cycling trip around the big island of Hawaii. And that was a really big splurge for me, both financially and emotionally, you know, to go on a trip by myself. Yeah. And, oh gosh, I mean, I still have such great memories of that trip and just like, oh my gosh, it's actually the first time I tried a goo. Um, and, uh, um, yeah, that, that, like, I just kind of wish I'd done more. I, I played it too safe. I think that was the thing. I kind of stayed in my lane a little bit too much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll talk to somebody I'll, So I'll talk to someone who has kids when they were okay. 35. Yeah. Okay. Um, because I did, I had two at that point. Ben uh -huh. was one ish. And, um, so I would say definitely, you know, show yourself grace. Don't try to, um, and we're going to actually have a question in a little bit about um, a pregnancy. So I won't go too much into that other than like trying to kind of honor the body that you have, knowing that mm -hmm. it has different chapters, right? And yes. that's so mm -hmm. much easier said than done. And I mean, I, I very, very vividly remember trying to be... I mean, I remember I wrote a couple of stories about it back, you know, when we were writing a lot for magazines like Dimity 2.0, Dimity 3.0, <laughs> you know, because you're coming in with such a different expectation. Like, oh, I wish, I mean, I remember when I did, um, oh gosh, what was that? Uh, Wildflower um, mm -hmm. triathlon, triathlon, which is a real, yeah. which much harder than I really deserved uh, to be there. <laughs> but, you know, I was like, oh, I wish I had a, they had a category for, you know, mothers of one-year-olds with bad backs, you know, like you're just like... <laughs> You know, it's not just 35 and under, but it's in fact really play up to that. So I guess I would say give yourself grace, but I would also say um, try to kind of find some other outlets again. Like this is this is knowing what I know now, you know. Mm -hmm. And so again, like I was so, so I mean, I liked swimming and biking and I, you know, I did triathlons, but running was my main groove. Right. Mm -hmm. And I relied mm -hmm. so much on it for um for emotional stability and balance and that freedom and being outside and all those things that we know that it brings us. And, um, and I'm not saying release the gas pedal on that, but, um, but also think about like, do you have a bike? Do you mm. know how to ride a bike? Can you do that? Well, do you mm -hmm. like to hike? Do you want to learn how to swim really well? Do you want to, mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, just, but like get, get a little bit more, uh, get a few more arrows in your quiver, I guess, mm. just so that when mm -hmm. that, you know, when you're injured, and I mean, I hope the day doesn't come, but you know, it, it could. And, you know, it's a pretty, it's a pretty uh, full stop. And it's hard. It's very, mm -hmm. very hard. And so I'm not, again, I'm not being Debbie Doomsday, but I'm saying, you know, like, if you have other things that you know, that you enjoy, and you feel competent in that, that's the thing, like, you know, yeah, you can go ride a bike. Certainly a lot of us can go ride a bike and, you know, toodle around a park, but can you ride a bike for a workout and make, get that same feeling that mm -hmm. you do when you're running? That's, mm -hmm. that's the kind of thing that I'm thinking about. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, I that, and then I also, sorry. I was going to say that our two things could mesh that if, if you don't feel competent on the bike or in the pool or something like that, and my traveling thing, I think about, you know, Colleen Cannon's, um, 
uh, camps that teach you how to do those things, yeah, you, yeah. you know, and, and do that sort do that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, cause I got to go to, um, probably I think two of those for work back in the day and, you know, just to have a, you know, a former pro triathlete tell you to do things. is pretty exciting. It's cool. Yeah. And it, it, yeah. And, and a corollary to that, and this is for any age is like, try new things. Like mm-hmm. don't stop learning. Don't get intimidated by the idea of, oh, I've never been a swimmer, so I'm not going to be a swimmer. Mm-hmm. I'll never be a swimmer. You know, and yeah, you may not be, <laughs> you know, <laughs> swimming in the fastest lane or, you know, whatever, but but you can learn something. And I think mm-hmm. that that, I think we sometimes just limit ourselves so much by by age or what, what we think we're good at versus mm-hmm. what we think that we're not good at. And I mean, the, the beauty of age is that like, yeah, you can go and just totally make, you know, some, somehow your ego is diminished when you are like, okay, I'm going to go learn how to, you know, play pickleball or <laughs> snowboard or whatever it happens to be. It's just not, it doesn't feel as momentous as it does when you're mm-hmm. 25 and you think that, you know, all, all eyes, eyes are on you. Are on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, that's that. Let's have that be the overarching thing. All eyes are not on you. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter what age you are. Yeah. Exactly. You, you learn that when you get to middle age, all eyes are not on you. So. <laughs> oh, the sad fact of life. Um, all right. Well, this is Penny with two questions as she trains for a spring marathon. Hi, coaches. It's Penny from Casanova, New York. I have two winter training questions as I prepare for spring marathon. First, should I run my easy run outside before or after 30 minutes of pedaling on my hybrid bike on the train or my basement? Second, I rarely, rarely run on a treadmill. When I did this weekend to avoid negative crazy temps, I felt two new ouchies. One was my right IT band, later was my left foot. They didn't last long and I kept running. Does my stride need to change? What does this indicate? No, it wasn't a speed workout, and no, I didn't do any warming prep. Love the podcast. Thank you. Well, it's great to hear your voice, Penny. We love seeing your photos of your frigid runs on your Facebook page. Uh, Penny lives in central New York, and one of those photos is actually the cover photo of AMR's Facebook page right now. So, okay, so Dim, I thought about, um, you know, how we're going to tackle this question as well. Let's each um, answer the first question first about... um, you know, running outside and riding the bike, what order she should do that in. So for me, from purely a practical standpoint, and you from a coaching standpoint, um, my preference would be to wear some fitted shorts under my tights and then bundle up and get the run done because it's cold out there, baby, um, Mm. before heading to my trainer Then I would like to strip down to sports bra and shorts and riding. Um, because I, uh, just going the reverse way, putting on all those clothes and then having to brave the elements. Um, I suspect though, that's not the right way from a psychological, a physiological standpoint, or perhaps from a psychological standpoint. (laughs) Well, I think, um, I think either way works to be honest with you. Um, I mean, you can definitely use the bike for a good warm up. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you, especially if it's really cold outside, it's good to have your muscles kind of ready to rock and roll when you Mm -hmm. hit the ground running. So you could, I, I don't know how long she's on the train. If she's on the trainer for, you know, an hour, that's a workout, right? If she's on the trainer for 20 minutes, uh, you know, spinning lightly as for a warm up, 10 to 15 minutes, 10 mm-hmm. to 20 minutes, whatever, that works. Mm-hmm. Um, it also works to come home, you know, you can treat it as a second workout, right? So come home from a run, 
get warmed up, maybe not shower, but get warmed up. And then a couple hours later, you could get on the trainer for, Mm -hmm. again, maybe a little bit longer, 30, 40 minutes or an hour, depending upon, again, what she feels like. Um, And that's a nice way to spin out your legs after Mm -hmm. a run. So they both work. Um, I mean, I guess I would just really... Um, make sure that the biking is pretty easy. Like the mm. idea is a warm up, your heart rate is low, your legs are spinning, you're not, um, you know, pushing really heavy gears and climb and quote unquote climbing hills, right? Mm-hmm. Like making mm-hmm. it into a, a workout, but instead it's kind of an accessory to the running because she's training for a marathon. So we yeah. want her to to be running more than anything. But I I love it and I think it's really smart to do either way. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, good. yeah. So. Oh. oh, good, good, good. Okay. So, and then as for the niggles she felt when running on the treadmill, okay, damn, call me an optimist, but um, <laughs> given that they went you away, know. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, given that they went away fairly quickly, I wouldn't worry about them. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I mean, she sounds like it's, it's, you, you adjust your stride on the treadmill for sure. You've got the belt moving underneath you. You mm-hmm. don't have any variation in the terrain. Like it's just, you're, you're just going to run differently and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And that, and she's really tuned into herself knowing that she felt these little pains and if they went away, you know, mm-hmm. no harm, no foul, all good. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly because, you know, living there in Casanova, New York, um, she typically is running from her photos. It looks like she's oftentimes running on kind of partially snow covered, um, you know, kind of packed snow sure. sometimes. So, so very different than a treadmill um, tread. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. I know you're planning to cover a lot of ground in 2022. Start the year off with a new pair of shoes that will last the whole journey. Rothy's shoes are incredibly comfortable and machine washable, so your fresh start stays fresh all year long. You'll start by falling in love with how cute Rothy's are. I'm almost literally drooling over here checking out all the new styles, like the Merino tassel loafer and several styles in limited edition color blocking. Then, once you put on a pair of Rothy's, you're amazed at the straight out of the box comfort. I have a pair of the driver, a sophisticated yet casual slip-on loafer, and it's like wearing the most comfortable pair of slippers. The uppers, made from a signature thread spun from recycled water bottles, don't pinch, bind, or rub anywhere. I own a pair of navy sapphire, and I'm thinking a pair of limited edition red clementine might have to be in my very near future. Take your pick from insanely comfortable and cute flats, sneakers, loafers, ankle boots, and more. Hit the new year in stride with a fresh pair of Rothy's. New customers get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash AMR. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash AMR. Yeah, yeah, I live in Oregon and I hug trees. But people, come on, it's 2022. We need to stop wasting water and throwing out so much plastic and get Blue Land's revolutionary refill cleaning system instead. We love Blue Land products and we have a great offer for you. Try Blue Land to get 20% off your first order at blueland.com slash AMR. You'll love it and the planet will thank you. Blue Land's idea is simple and beautiful. Buy the bottle once, refill it forever. No more plastic waste. The only thing you need to discard is your outdated idea that eco-friendly products are more expensive and less effective. Blue Land's stunning high quality forever bottles start at just $10 when you buy a kit and are meant to be reused, like the name says, forever with money-saving refill tablets that start at just $2. From their best-selling Clean Essentials kit to their hand soap duo and plastic-free laundry and dishwasher tablets, Blue Land has something for every inch of your home. 
I was thrilled to get turned on to Blue Land and start using the products. My inner mad scientist had fun filling the beautiful bottles with warm water, dropping in one of the hand soap or spray cleanser tablets, and watching them morph within minutes into powerful cleaning agents that smell incredible. My favorite is the luxuriously sweet Iris Agave. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order when you go to blueland.com slash AMR. That's 20% off your first order of any Blueland products at blueland.com slash AMR. B-L-U-E-L-A-N-D dot com slash AMR. All right. This one is from Tiana um, wanting to resume running postpartum. Hi, ladies. Um, my name is Tiana. I am from Cardiff, Saskatchewan, and I am wondering if you can point me in the direction on how to resume running postpartum. Um, I have an eight-week-old right now, uh, my first baby, and I ran with him um, up until about 30 weeks, and, and then, you know, my last workout was about two days before I delivered. Um, and I have gotten back into, you know, some lightweight. Um, and some, some cycling here postpartum and has been re- going really well. Um, but I am just not quite sure how to get back to running. I know that since it's high impact, it's, it's a bit more tricky than just, you know, hopping on my spin bike. Um, and I did wonder if you could maybe point me in the direction of a good program that you offer or suggestions of that sort um, to help me get started again. Um, thank you very much. And I love the podcast. So Tiana, congratulations on your little fella. Such an exciting time. First baby. I know. I know. Let's go back to our, you know, 30 something selves and just have a little (laughs) piglet to love on. Oh, I would love it. (laughs) I know. I know. I know. So it's great that you have had the energy and the willpower to um, get in some activity. Um, So we'll assume Tiana that you've been cleared by your doctor to resume exercise. And you mentioned the high packed you know, nature of running. And for me as a typically small busted woman, the key piece of gear postpartum was a dependable high end, really high quality sports bra because the jugs behave very differently when I went running <laughs> than they did in my pre-baby life. 100%. And then, yeah, yeah, I get yeah, behind that. Yeah. And then um, also in the impact category, um, make sure your running shoes still fit and have a good mid have some good midsole cushioning left in them. You know, if your feet grew during pregnancy, it's time to get a new pair of running kicks. And we recommend the ones by Topo Athletic because they have such a delightfully wide toe box and yet a nice snug midfoot. And I adore their foam midsole. It's just such great cushioning. Agreed. Agreed. And that's, I mean, I, uh, I remember after Amelia having my first kid, um, that's when my bunion really Mm -hmm. flared up because my feet had spread. That's when I went into a failed failed bunion surgery and all that. So definitely um, have your feet measured, you know, don't just mm-hmm. decide that, oh, these fit well enough because you may, you, maybe you went from a medium to a wide or you might have grown mm-hmm. half a size. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. have your, yeah. have your boobs measured, have your feet measured. Okay, <laughs> yes. Tiana, that's yes. the first thing you got to do. <laughs> um, the second thing is like you talk about how to get back to it. And uh, so I would do this more than anything. I would uh, try to leave either your garment at home or if you have to have it, like somehow just put it on the, put it on the screen so that you can only see the time that you're going. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I know you ran till 30 weeks, which is great. And you may be a unicorn that is going to come back super quickly, but 
don't put that pressure on yourself. Just don't, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So a good way to come back, and it's something that we do in the um, – we have a program called Return to Running with coaches Jen and Liz, where you start with a run-walk pattern. It's, you know, one minute on, one minute off. Um, mm-hmm. And I would go out and do that for, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Call it good. Like, leave – while the party is still fun. Do not go (laughs) to the route that you've been on, you know, seven, you know, that you don't go to your tried and true favorite route and be like, okay, it's just three miles. I'm just going to run it and see what that feels Uh like. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and again, it may, if you do that, it may go okay. But if it doesn't, it just really can be detrimental with all your hormones and life, other life changes. Like we just want to keep you in a we want running to really help you stay in a positive mindset. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So another um, pointer I thought of from my personal experience was, if possible, be flexible when you get your run in. You know, obviously, if you have to be at a workplace or something like that, then that's not possible. But if you do have that flexibility, um, you know, life with a new baby is so dang unpredictable. And um, like me with our twins, so my second and third kids, I have always been a morning lark with my workouts, but in the first year of their life, I did more afternoon runs in that one year than I've probably done in the entirety of the rest of my life. I just was like, you know, if they had been up and, you know, had to feed them at three 30 in the morning, and then one of them wouldn't go back to sleep instead of me running at 6am, I was like, yep, I'm not going to set that alarm. I'll just wake up when they get up again and I'll find time later in the day also have to pay attention to the hormone and the other thing your body will have relaxin going on which is what helped you give birth right it helped your muscles release and those are that's still coursing through your body mm-hmm. so your ligaments and tendons um it's going to be much easier for you to twist an ankle if you mm-hmm. slip off a curb or it's going to be you know again i would not bring any kind of speed work or anything into my workout until i was probably i don't know six eight ten months postpartum. I mean, it really depends on the person, but I would be very, very cautious of doing anything other than an easy paced run mm-hmm. for at least a couple months. And um, and so give yourself a good warm up prior mm-hmm. to your running, you know, do some dynamic stretches or some dynamic warm ups, um, skipping, uh, grapevine, dynamic lunges, anything to kind of get your body giving so that that kind of has a signal that you know that it knows that you're about to move um so (laughs) yeah um yeah yeah Yeah. but go have fun that's great congratulations again that's so so fun and um maybe he's a good stroller baby and and if he's not then just go (laughs) it's okay i mean leave him with somebody but all good advice and then we tell you to leave your baby home alone (laughs) no 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 All right. Uh, Sweet. All right. Well, those are some really fun questions. We love them and we would love some more. So keep them coming, friends. Call us at 470-BADASS-1, which is 470-223-2771. Leave your first name and where you're calling from. And you can keep your message, please, to about 60 seconds or less. The number doesn't ring anywhere. So if you want to call any time, day or night, while you're feeding an eight-week-old in the middle of the night, just saying, (laughs) um, whenever a question pops in your head, send it our way. Yeah, yeah. And please subscribe to the Another Mother Runner podcast in whatever podcast player you use so that new episodes of all three of our shows, Answers Trains, and our original Friday show automatically download. Keep the questions coming, ladies, because we are here with answers. Yes, we are. (laughs) 